Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello and welcome in to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey. And my name is Matt. Welcome back after our little week hiatus here. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, the sneak peek at Discontinued On Display. Honestly, it was a selfish reason, everyone. Like, I texted Matt on Saturday, and it was like, "Ah, I don't want to record tonight. And then Sunday, I don't remember what happened Sunday, but it was like... I don't know. It just, it was it, one of those things. It was things a bunch like, of I like, just, it just, you know, life happened. I, that's yeah, kind of what I yeah. say. Life and happened. So we're like, just throw throw a discontinued into the feed and, and we're good. Um, but we're back and we're back with some of our favorite content, which is our top 10 episodes. And, and a little backstory on this one, just real quick. As we were throwing together kind of what our next quarter of episodes was going to be for the year, I, I, I commented to Matt, I was like, how have we never done a top 10 Walt Disney World attractions episode. I mean, we've hit a ton of top tens. Some have even been kind of really like out there top yeah. tens. Like we've been hit the same topic a couple of times. But how we've never done this, and I kind of was thinking through it, man. I think the reason why is we've done a really good job with like attraction spotlights, and mm-hmm. so it's not like there's been any shortage of attraction content by any means. No, no, and and same with just parks content in general. It's not been something, but it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing with where we haven't hit the heavy hitters of Tangled and Mulan and True. like all yeah. these ones where we we. Don't get me wrong, we want to do those things, but a lot of times we come up with these kind of off-the-wall fun ideas, and we got some of those episodes coming up, and so then we get to a point where we're like, oh, right, we we haven't done this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is going to be a fun episode, and for those of you who either don't remember how our top tens work or or have never listened to a top ten episodes, first of all, where have you been? But um, no, the way our well, top welcome tens in. Th- Maybe this is the yeah, first. No, episode. that's true. That's true. Actually, um, special call out. Maybe uh, to Rory and or John. I was telling them about the, ep- the the podcast a couple of days ago. I work with them. They're they're development partners for my with my company and they're like you do a podcast i'm like i sure do and they looked it up and i think they downloaded it so uh well hey john hey rory if you're listening um but the way the top tens work is we're going to snake um back and forth uh we're going to start with number 10 and kind of work our way down to our number one although unless you've changed your opinion my number one everyone knows what my number one is because i'm pretty sure our top one i'm pretty sure (laughs) our top ones are going to be fairly but i mean i think i think We've talked about it's the best, but I don't think we've necessarily fleshed it out. And for those of, again, new we listeners. We a whole episode on it. I mean. Oh, ah, yes. Okay. Maybe I mean, we had a whole isn't... episode. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah so maybe yeah. it's not the same one. I mean, for me, it's, it's. I mean, it's clear, but that's okay. We'll get there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we'll get it to it. We're going to do it. But anyway, and if we have any, um, if we have any uh, that are the same or are on the list together, we usually let the other person who's got that higher up on the list talk about it. So that's kind of been the rule of thumb that we followed all along. So, um, so let's let's get started. Our top ten Walt Disney World attractions. Can One I caveat here? I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was going to be like, what? What? How did you like cure your list? Yeah, what were your yes. criteria? Because we don't we we don't talk about the criteria. So we your don't. criteria, my criteria, might be totally different, and that's okay. So. For me, this was has nothing to do with objectivity. It has nothing to do with what other people think. This was purely for me, either favorites of mine and or how I kind of looked at favorites of mine, rewritability, um, wait times to some degree, like, you know, like how I guess how popular it is because of how long wait times are. And ultimately, like, has it stood the test of time? Is it new? There was kind of a whole bunch of stuff that went into it for me. I don't know. How about you? 
Yeah, I'm a similar thing of like I took in the entire experience. I didn't do any like history like oh this was a you know th this attraction was at the world's fair and so like it, it like you said it is purely my enjoyment this yes. is my yeah. enjoyment and i also did not pick any rides that i personally have not have have not been on so i can I, say i haven't either but in, in fairness though i think i have ridden everything with the exception of the guardians of the galaxy ride which technically isn't out yet i've ridden pretty much everything where you exactly have, so. so like i mean so for me like rise of the resistance smugglers run mickey and minnie's runaway railway um like those things are not going to be on my list they might crack this list once i ride it but yep. i mean the amount of times where i've where i've watched a ride through and been like that looks really cool and then i ride it and it's like eh, yeah. and vice yeah. versa where yeah. you you watch them and go eh, and then you ride it and go oh my gosh this was really fun so yep. Yep. so if you if you get to the end of this top 10 and go how is this not on the list it, that's why. i almost look at this list as kind of like the must do's when i'm at walt disney world yeah. with probably one exception but I'll get to that when we get there. Everything else on this list is Casey. If you don't ride this list, you didn't you you didn't Disney. Like that's my mind, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm same thing, same thing. So do you do you want to kick us off? Yeah, why not? And I actually took a page out of your book, Matt, and kind of went with kind of an off the wall one at number ten. Nice. Um, uh, and it it's technically not even really an attraction, but yes, it is. It's kind of in that middle ground. My number ten, and we've talked about it on the show, is Mickey's PhilharMagic. Yeah. Um, it, did it make your list at all? It did not. It was in that was in my like honorable mention thing, okay. but um, but yeah, no, I, I I respect it. I respect it. Go ahead. Well, I I just we've talked about it on the show. It, it is a must do for me, and I think for one of the reasons why I like it. First of all, number one, it truly brings the magic of Disney. It truly has the magic of Disney in it. It's it's a 4D kind of entertainment. It also gets you off your feet for about 20 minutes in air conditioning out of the Florida hot sun. To me, that's a win. Like when you've done Disney as many times as we've done Disney, it's not always about those tent pole rides anymore. Sometimes it's about taking a step back and just enjoying the day. And that ride attraction i should say um is fun it's it's actually very well done the imagineers did a great job with the way the surround sound is the way the champagne pops the the, the water sprinkling down they've added the, and, and obviously they still care about it because they've added the cocoa element yeah. to it recently i can imagine that i could see them putting an encanto element in there very oh, quickly absolutely because of how that was so for that reason um i i, I think mickey's phil her magic is a must do top 10 attraction at walt disney world especially if you have kids especially yes that was going to be my point is a lot of 3d shows especially the ones even at disney world can be really intense like the bugs mm -hmm. like it's tough to be a bug in in um uh animal in kingdom. animal kingdom the part where the spiders come down every time i'm in there some kid loses their oh, mind yeah. that's a creepy i don't like that attraction it's I don't. a very it's scary i love I, I i have an affinity for that one like a, a oh, weird it's a weird guilty pleasure i wrote like, it once and said never again <laughs> yeah it's a guilty pleasure of mine um definitely not on my list uh, right. but uh i i it's a great introduction to the 3D show for kids because, you okay. know, the, the stuff that flies in your face is, you know, all very harmless. 
It's, you know, songs that they're going to know. It's characters yep. they're going to know. Donald Duck is being hilarious. It's nice to see Donald kind of have his moment in the sun, too. You know, like, it's one of those things where you kind of get to see Donald kind of shine a little bit. You know, because Goofy's got the barnstormer over in, 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 in the uh, fantasy land. So, yeah, I think it's good. All right. What's your number 10? My number 10. Um, I, I hemmed and hawed. This is the first time that I didn't save it because this is this is classic Muppet 3D vision right here. Like this is okay. where I would put that in. But I decided to knock that down because I had to include Soren at Epcot. Whoa. At number 10? Number 10. Wow, um, I have it at number five. Just oh for, well, then I will. No, I will no, no, get, it's okay. I'll, sure? I'll, I'll, yeah, go ahead, and I'll, I'll add in anything that you miss. You know, when I, I basically what I did is 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 I I, I did my ten rides and then looked at them all. Okay. And um and kind of started ranking them, and I just think Soren is very very good and very very well done, and there's a lot of things that it does really well. The one thing that why I knocked it down is it is very dependent on where you're sitting. That's fair. That's if fair. you get one of the sides and the Eiffel Tower is essentially like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, <laughs> it, it, it ruins it just a little bit. Let um, me ask you this. Um, do you prefer Soren in the incarnation it is now Soren over the world versus Soren over California the way it used to be? I am indifferent. However, I think that permanently, I know they're doing this temporarily, but permanently, Soren over California should be in Disney's California Adventure and Soren around the world should should be in Epcot. I think they should have them two different things. It makes sense in both of those places. Obviously, California Adventure is California. And Epcot is World Showcase. I, I'm indifferent. I wonder why, I, I wonder I like why they couldn't because they've got three different, yeah, three different domes now at Epcot. Like, why couldn't you have two of them set up as Soarin' Over the World and one of them set as Soarin' Over California? Like, for me, don't get me wrong, I love Soarin' Over the World. I think it's fun, but there is something about the original, the, the way the orange groves. Oh, the smell. orange grove! I was about to say the that. orange grove. <laughs> you don't get that now, and and you you get the you get the grass, you get the ocean smell. Um, there's a couple other smells. I think this, there's a sand smell in there. And again, the soundtrack's awesome. But I also there's something to be said about the original soundtrack. It's just that the score. So yeah. I, to me, I I think I do prefer California a little bit more. So I am kind of excited if they're if they're doing California and California, I get to see it again. Uh, I, I, I believe I don't. I know they're doing it temporarily. I don't know when it ends. Okay. Well, but I, like I don't know how long they were doing it. But I I know they brought it back. But I just think they need to keep that. I, I don't understand yeah. why. That makes sense. Like why wouldn't you do? I'd love to see Soren over California and a Soren over Florida. Like yeah, that'd so you be could cool, very easily. You know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. so that, but that, but yeah, a, a, the 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 rest of these rides, I just I kept looking at being like, nah, I just I love Soren, but I just like this ride better. I will say Soren. Okay, again, it's at my number five. Soren would have been much farther up my list, like further back or even off my list, if it didn't have that third um, movie theater at this point. At yeah. one point, Soren was really tough. If you did not have a fast pass for Soren. I mean, it was like a two-hour wait sometimes, yeah. and it is a great attraction. But you all know, I'm not willing to wait for an attraction longer than 45 minutes. No. So, so again, I love Sora. It's an awesome ride. It's a must-do. I, I still remember taking my my niece and nephew on it a few years ago, Blake and Lily, and my mom on it for the first time. It is so cool. So, all right, what's your number nine? My number nine is Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, did not make my list. I it it. 
it wasn't going to, and then I thought about the last three times that I have ridden Pirates, and every time I get off it, I go, gosh dang, that was a good time. It's a fun ride. It is like, a fun ride. Where you, I thought sm- about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it, this is one of those lists where, unless you're putting some really out there things, I don't think there's going to be one that I'm like, how dare you? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, but I, the smell of Pirates... I think the queue as well, where it's like a nice indoor down there. Yeah. And, and the queue, there was, one... I will agree the queue, even the outside part of the queue yeah, on a hot day, even though it's outside is still very like, you can deal with it. There's fans going, it's shaded. It, it, like, and the thing is, is, I don't ever, I mean, pirates is one of those rides where like, you don't need to fast pack it, pass it. You no. can, what they call lightning. It. You, can, you, you don't need to genie plus it now, but don't you also don't need to wait an hour and a half to because if you like if it's an hour and a half wait right now wait an hour and a half and go do something else and come back it'll be 30 minutes it's one of those things that ebbs and flows a lot yeah pirates is definitely your watch it on the app and oh it's at 45 minutes or at a half an hour let's go let's run over Um, the other thing not ever a half an hour wait. i mean whatever they tell you you can probably usually knock off about 20 minutes from that oh yeah 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 anytime that's 45 minutes i'm on in 20 (laughs) but i had this happen one time in the queue and I, I don't know if this ever has happened to somebody else, but they had Jack Sparrow character actor in one of the closed off spaces, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. interacting with people in line. Huh, no, I've and heard I was of it like, happening, but I've never had it happen to me. I was That's like, awesome. oh my gosh, this is amazing. But is you got cool. a little bit of a drop in there. You got some fun animatronics. You have the the fun song. Uh, it, it it it's it's really, really great. I, I, I've I, heard the drop in Disneyland is even bigger. Yeah, because that's and they what I hear to, as well. They actually have to drop it because of the, of the railroad. That's what I. That's what <laughs> everything's I about the railroad. Man. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't wait to experience pirates at Disneyland. I've heard it's even a better attraction. Yeah. Um. But no, I'm 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 I, I like it. It's a fun ride. It didn't make my list. Um. But yeah, it's it's. A, I, I don't know about you, but I always always in the scene when they're firing the cannons, I'm always the one who gets wet. I always get, I'm always sitting in the spot where the thing goes off and I get, and it's all, like, I know it's coming. And then it, what, why me? I don't don't know. Yeah. I've never gotten wet on that ride. I think it's because I always sit in the back. Like I always sit in the back. Ah. All right. My number nine, uh, this is um, the one exception to the rule where, uh, where I said that everything else on my list is a must do. This is the one exception to that. Um, but I put it on the list because of its scale, and that is Kilimanjaro Safari. Ah, uh, yeah. Did it make your list? It did not. I thought about it, but I, I, I again, I, there, there was just too much. I had to trim somewhere. <laughs> so I put it on my list, A, because live animals, and there's nothing else like it in all of Walt Disney World. It's live animals. And Walt always wanted a live animal attraction. But at the time when Disneyland was created, it just wasn't feasible to be able to do that whole idea of a zoo, you know, as well as everything else he was trying to do. So the Jungle Cruise kind of became that that compromise, if you will. Um, But I I also put it on the list because it is also the biggest attraction at Walt Disney World. It's huge. It's huge. I mean, in fact, all of Magic Kingdom could fit in that attraction like that. That's how big it is. And it's never the same experience twice. It's always mm-hmm. a different experience. And the type of um, skipper or, or uh, uh, tour guide or safari guide that you get really can make or break that experience too. 
And I will tell you, I've never had a bad experience. It's always been fun. There's always been something to look at. There's always been something to take great pictures of. And I just, I think it's a fun attraction that, that, that is, that for, for a lot, I don't, it's not, I don't always do it because sometimes that line is absolutely crazy. Other times it's 15 minutes when it's 15 minutes and I've got 45 minutes to kill, I'll do it. And I think that's the thing about why it's not on my, like have to do every time, unless I've got the 45 minutes to kill, I'm not going to do it. Cause it's a long ride. Well, I mean, it rightfully is. so like, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's it, an actual, you know, safari. It's a safari. Did you ever ride it? In its original form. Uh, what do you mean original form? There was a plot with it. Uh, no, I can't say I did. Yeah. I thought you were so, going to ask me if I ever wrote it at sunset, which I never did either. Oh, I mean, that would be awesome. But uh, um, it used to be that you were, like, hunting for poachers. Oh. And it would end with, like, your driver getting out with, like, an AK-47 and arresting some poachers. What? Was, How have yeah. I not known this? Yeah, yeah. Like, you were after – they were after a baby elephant. You had to go save it. And it was – it was this – it was wild. And wow. so it was this weird – it was this very weird, like, story, but also we're looking at animals. And I'm so happy they scrapped it because now it's just like, all right, we're just looking for animals. Yeah, it's just – it's just a, yeah. It's way better. But, yeah, if I you – I don't know if I could keep up with the story. I think that would be too much. It, it was that. it was really strange because you were like I- – I see a giraffe. I don't care about these fake poachers. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Stop so I can see the giraffe. <laughs> Interesting. No, yeah, I never it, it was that. wild. All right. My number eight uh, takes us over to Hollywood Studios, and it's a ride that you have not ride, so I know it's not on your list, and it is Mickey's Runaway Railroad. Mickey's Runaway yeah. Railroad is my number eight. Had a chance to experience that in November, um, and I will tell you, it is a fun ride. Even for somebody who doesn't like the new cartoons, it is a fun ride for somebody who loves the new cartoons like you. You're going to just love it. Oh, I'm um, so but excited. the technology is, is fun. It uses the same technology as rise of the resistance as the, uh, trackless, the, stuff. the trackless system. Yeah. But the, the way they're able to blend the two day into the 2d and the 3d and make it really feel like you're in the cartoon. The first scene when they take you through the, the screen of the cartoon and the curtain and you come out the other side and you go, wow, how'd they do that? It, it really is fun. And it's, it's fun if you have kids but it's also fun as an adult it, there's some humor in there um the, the the song is is catchy um in fact i think it was on a, a a top 100 list at one point when it first came out um i think it's a good use of the chinese theater don't get me wrong i loved the great movie ride i think it was a great ride um i don't think it resonated with today's youth and i think that's probably one of the reasons why they took it out but this is a good replacement and it's really nice to see that mickey and minnie have a solid um, attraction being the, the, the icons of the Disney company. Yeah. And say what you want about those new cartoons. They're critically acclaimed. Like critics love them. Yeah. But um, critics don't always get it right. Yeah, they don't, but it, it's, it's, in the, these, yeah, but I, 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 they're so well-written. I get why a lot of people don't like the animation style, but man, they are, they are so well-written anyway. So yeah, that one I'm, I'm really excited to ride that ride. Like uh, ju- as, as excited as I am to ride rise of the resistance, I'm excited to ride that ride. 
So whenever I do end up getting back down there, which now it's getting to the point that the list of rides that I haven't ridden is <laughs> growing. You and I just need to plan a trip down there, a, a podcast trip. That's yeah, all. Spend a we whole do a week. meetup. We could do a meetup down there with some of our listeners. Yeah. Absolutely. We plan just got to figure out how to get someone to pay for all this. <laughs> yes, there it is. Not quite there. We could do some Patreon. We haven't done that yet. So, all right. What's your number eight, sir? My number eight is Expedition Everest in Animal oh Kingdom. Oh, my God. How did I forget? How did I forget that one? <laughs> oh my god! I, I'm so scared that I forgot some as well. So no oh worries. Oh my word! How did I? Wow. Yeah. So I would have just not put Kilimanjaro on the list. <laughs> but go ahead. Yes. I'm glad we got to talk about Kilimanjaro. I, I'm glad. I'm glad yes. I got to tell you about the plot that originated. Yes. From that. No. I. I'm 100. percent Okay. Take take it away. Expedition Everest. This is a fantastic thrill coaster. 100. percent Like. The backwards part, the drop, the one, it is so much fun. And again, my Disney brag, my one Disney brag is that I wrote it when the Yeti was working in full capacity and it was terrifying. And he awesome. says, he says he did. I don't, I don't know if I believe him. Guys. I absolutely I really did. Um, I wrote it with my dad. Um, it was, it was great. It was great, great, great. Um, but and that's one of the reasons why it's, it's further down my list now is the Yeti's great, but now just like the strobe lights on it is like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But it, they, they do a nice job of that ride of weaving in the little bit of plot so it's not just like, here's a coaster, but without saturating yeah. it to a point where I've got to like keep up with it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I got you. That's it makes total sense. You know, when you get when you go through the queue, the queue's fun. It's 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 intriguing. It sets the plot up. But I remember I remember watching a documentary on that when they when it a long time ago. But honestly, I, for me, I don't even bother with the queue anymore. I single ride that darn thing yeah. every time. Oh, that, I that think is... I think that's probably the biggest reason why it should be on this list is you can single ride that ride over and over and over and over again if you don't mind not writing with your I party. think last time I wrote it four times in half an hour yes because yes. I, I I just single wrote it yeah and they're always looking I mean there's always people that are in groups of odd numbers yeah three five it's seven fun. you meet so many different people last time I was there I, I met this this guy he was probably 30 something like I was and we kept going back around and single, we would meet up in the single rider line over and over again. And we like, he was from like Connecticut or New York or something like that. It was really funny, but you also meet the people next to you who are like, Oh, hi, hi, nice to meet you. You know? And it becomes a thing. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I that's a great, what it's a, such a great coaster and the outside of it looks great. Like that Everest is towering. Yeah. It, yeah. It's really all around, which it I mean, is Joe open. So. It's open back up now too. They, yeah. they fixed whatever they had to fix on it. So, all right, what's your number seven? Number seven, I have Haunted Mansion at number uh, that's seven. That's my number six. Ah, so go ahead and then take it away. You know what? Honestly, Haunted Mansion, there's not much that we have not already covered about the Haunted Mansion at this point. I mean, we had a whole episode on it. We talked the Muppets Haunted Mansion. I think we've got, I mean, the Haunted it's a classic attraction. It's something that Walt always wanted. The thing about the Haunted Mansion is that it has a little bit of everything for everybody. It's kooky. It's scary. It's got good music to it. Um, it. It's got a good a good story. There's a new movie coming out about it. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. Um, it's a classic. It it has all of the traits of what Imagineering is all about, which is about creating a great story through both old and new 
techniques and technology. Well, Something as simple as Pepper's Ghost. Well, that's the crazy thing is Pepper's Ghost is like been around since what the 1800s. 1800s. And yeah. still, every time I go through that that scene, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. But it it it, it, it just resonates, and it you know it's. It's one of, and again, this is one of those things with Disney that unfortunately we are never, ever going to see again. It is an attraction not based on movie IP. It is solely park IP, just like Pirates of the Caribbean. But even Pirates of the Caribbean at this point has gotten the movie IP kind of infused into it. Where This Haunted Mansion, at least the one in WDW, does not have any of the movie IP infused into it. It has remained um, uh, pure, I guess is the best way to put it, you know? And I think Disney would be crazy if they ever tried to do anything to it to make it other than, I mean, even Jungle Cruise at this point has had its movie IP kind of infused into it. I don't know if Haunted Mansion, I don't know if they'll do that with the Haunted Mansion. I think what it'll all depend on is how well the movie does. If it becomes the a pirates of the caribbean level they will absolutely put something in there but, but it's it goes, always a ride it goes the world of eddie murphy again not so much it's it's never it's a ride that never disappoints yes never. yes 100%. you will never get off that ride and go why did i do that unless 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 you're stuck on the ride for an extended period of time going down the hill because that always seems to happen to me where you're <laughs> like you gotta go get a reservation and then you're stuck for 10 minutes facing down looking up down that hill as you're moving into the graveyard scene but yeah. no, I agree. It does not disappoint. Even the ending, the way that the the, the, the caricatures move your head around, or yeah, whatever, the hitchhiking ghost. They just it's it. it they, they really have thought about everything, and it's one of the most catchiest tunes. Oh yeah, Grim Grin yeah. Ghost is a great, yeah. great, great song. It really is. All right, my number seven is again another ride that you have not ridden, and it is Rise of the Resistance. Rise hmm. of the Resistance. Interesting. Um, I know a lot of people are going to say, "Wow, why is it so low on your list?" It's a fun ride. It's absolutely a fun ride. Uh, it's a great ride. Um, but it, it, there are other rides in my mind that there are other things that that maybe they're not as technologically innovative as Rise of the Resistance, but they have stood the test of time. I am not entirely convinced that Rise of the Resistance is going to stand the test of time. Um, it's a fun ride for now in the moment, and maybe it's something they can adjust later on, but they have done so much with that story within rise of the resistance which makes it awesome and great to ride but can that last 20 years from now and i don't know i mean they 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 picked a a time in place between episodes eight and nine this is when this thing happens they've interwoven it with with the galactic star cruiser again this is when this happens that works now in 2020 2022 maybe even through 2025 or 2030 but if some of this other Star Wars stuff starts to become more popular than the movies, which at this point we can pretty much say the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett are definitely kind of going there. Obi-Wan, we haven't talked about that yet. Like, can this... What's that? I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I am too. Can this stand the test of time? And I don't know. But it's on my list because I will say technologically holy smokes man i don't know if you've watched the ride through of it yet or i not. i have i've okay. early on i was i was in this like i'm not gonna watch it and then after a while i was like you know what i'm i'm just but, doing it but it, it, it the, from the moment you get on that 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 ship 
and you're riding it and you got Admiral Akbar literally in the front or whoever's, I think it's Admiral Akbar driving you. And you're, it's not really, you're not, obviously you're not really on a ship, but you can, you feel like you are. What's happening is the thing is literally spinning around so that when you get out the same way, you are suddenly on the Star Cruiser. Like, but you don't feel it because of the way the Imagineers built it. And then you're then you're in that giant room with the at-ats and all the stormtroopers. And then and then the story continues. Then you go meet Ray and you meet BB-8 and you get busted out. And and then finally you get into the Omni room, the the room, the rumor, the rover. Which again, I have an for me, I have this story of. When I was at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, I got to let people take pictures in it, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah. And and so yeah, there's Star Wars a lot celebration. Of, yeah, thank you. What I call yeah, it? Yeah. I said. You you said Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> oh yeah, Star Wars celebration. Like you were just um, rogue, like letting people into this. Yeah, <laughs> but no, like it was a lot of fun. So for that reason, it's on my list, and I think it's a great ride. I do not think it's the best ride on property. In fact, it's not the top six rides on property. It's the number seven ride on property from my perspective. Yeah, I think I think it's gotten a lot of hype. Rightfully so, but the more that the ride goes on, like more time that goes on, the more I kind of hear that. Like it was when it came out, it was top, top, top. And now people are saying, you know what? It's not as top anymore. It's still a great ride, probably still top 10, but just, you know, I'm anxious to ride it. I'm anxious to ride it for myself. I I will say that Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is not on my list. It is an okay ride but it's not a top 10 ride. That's another thing that I've heard is that that ride is just okay. Yeah, it's okay. Star Wars, Star Tours actually beats it in my book, but it, Star Tours did not make my list. But it, it Oh man, Star Tours, Tours makes my list. Um, okay, so my number six was Haunted Mansion. So we've already talked about that. So we will move over to your number six at this point. I'm pretty sure this is on your list at number six. It is Slinky Dog Dash. It is my number three. Yes, it okay. is. Um, so the, yeah, I, no, if it's a top three, I got to give the floor to you then on that one. Are you sure? I, I feel yeah, go for it. That. Okay, go okay. for it. Um, in my opinion, I think Slinky Dog Dash is the best coaster on property. Um, I, although that might get overtaken with Cosmic Rewind, I don't know. But as of right now, Slinky Dog Dash is the best coaster on property. It beats out Everest. It beats out Big Thunder Mountain. It beats out Space Mountain. Um, I'm, I've never been a fan of Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster, to be honest with you. It is a smooth ride. It is well-themed. It fits perfectly in Toy Story Land. It, it is a fun ride, and it's even more fun at night when it's all lit up with the Christmas lights and everything. Just all the little details. And I when I was in queue for this um, back in November and I was looking at all the little details they put into the queue. Just the little tiny things, the way they have gum, fake gum holding some of the stuff together as though Andy stuck gum together. Yeah. Like little things like that. The Imagineers went out of their way to make this colorful, fun, um and, and it hands down the towards the end when it does the boom, 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 boom. Yeah, ba-boom. yeah. That right there is some of them it's just it, it is just a it's a fun ride. Like you cannot get off that ride without smiling. Yeah. It's a, I can't, it's a and it's I can't got a always show say scene at the yeah, end. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like at the end, you know, so, so double launch coaster, you know, check. Gotta love it. Yeah. Um, like that point. Think, yeah. That point where they back you up mm-hmm. and then they go like, hang on, you know, and you got slinky dog, you know? Yeah. And I think again, it is a great ride. If uh, this apparently is criteria on my list, um, that, if you have a kid that you want to introduce to roller coasters, yes. but not throw them into rock and roller coaster, Everest, like the big thrill ones, it's got thrills, but I wouldn't say that, you know, it's, it's 
a death-defying time. It's a nice, smooth ride, and it's like I mean, a step up from Barnstormer. I rode Barnstormer. I was not a fan of Barnstormer. Actually, Barnstormer was too jerky for me. Yeah, ten-year-old me, Barnstormer was my ride. I rode it again, and I was like, "Wow, I see why ten-year-old me like this, and thirty-year-old me does not." Does not so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, Smooth ride. Again, like you said, great theming. You, know, you get to go right by the Jesse and the Rex. You can you get a view of all of Toy Story Land. It's not that big, but still like seeing that view is yeah, really, nice really great. Galaxy's Edge too. Yeah, night. you can see Galaxy's Edge. It, it's it it was again a ride that I that I get off and I go, Wow, I I, I really enjoyed that. That was really it, it, fun. Unlike Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which in a lot of ways has some of that same smooth rideability. It actually, it's longer. It's longer than Seven Dwarfs. So when you do have to wait in line, now granted, I will, again, will never wait two hours for the thing. But even waiting an hour, which I think the last time I was there, I did wait an hour for it because I wanted to write it. You get off going, okay, that was worth it. Unlike Seven Dwarfs Mine Train where it's like, no, not so much. Yeah, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, that's a, that's that's one where I have the opposite, where I get on and I ride it and, uh, and going, I'm like, oh, this is going to yes. be so much fun. Yeah. And I get off going like, I mean, I guess that was uh, fine. Yeah, it was fine. That's Yeah, it was like, eh. Like it's fine. All right. What's your number five? My number five. We're going to stick in Toy Story Land, and I am at Midway Mania. All right. It did not make my list. I do enjoy Midway Mania, but it did not make my list. I love this ride. I love the interact, you know, interactiveness of it. I love the replayability of it because you can try to beat your score. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I wrote it five times last time I was there because while well, everyone was going to Slinky Dog Dash, I went to Midway Mania, and then when I got off, it was still like a ten minute wait. I'm like, oh, I might as well do it again. Um, that's another one that like the theming of it all on the inside is really well done, like with all the games and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I love that they've added the, the, the second track to it now because yeah. the time, it does not take nearly as much time to get through yeah, that yeah. anymore. And the queue is actually really fun with Mr. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, they've, they've got it to where they can crank more people through, but the games are not all the same. I think that's what I like about it where yeah. each game yeah. feels unique and different. Yeah. I like that you can, you know, try to find the secret thing to hit, to get more points. Again, you can compete with your I friends and family. I agree with you on that. The one thing I think that does annoy me about it and the Buzz Lightyear Space Raider Spin, and this is kind of like what happens with even like video games that are like out there online, is that people can figure out a way to cheese them. And and at the end of the day, like if someone knows where all those secrets are at, it can make it not so much fun for everybody else in that in the car, you know. So I I, I wish I would like to see them like mix it up every once in a while and and bring new games. And it's been a while since they brought some games and they haven't brought anything for number four, which is interesting. I'd love to see. Yeah. Well, especially because like that's pretty tailor made, like the whole carnival thing is pretty tailor made for something like that. Yeah. But, you know. But I just think that ride is well. First of all, it's like it's way better than Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, like twenty times better. Hundred um, percent. Because and and it, 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 for a couple reasons. One, you can actually tell when you hit the target, and right. two, um, you don't have to control your own vehicle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So um, yeah, I, 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 that's that ride is so so much fun. All right. Well, my number five was Soren, so we're going to skip by that and go to my number four. And we are still in Disney's Hollywood Studios. And and might I say, this is kind of interesting. I think we've hit the major players in Hollywood Studios, and we've still not gotten to yours yet. But my number four is Tower of Terror. Make your list. 
I hate drop rides. Oh, so it did not well, make it's my not list. a drop ride. I, fair I, I, um, I do not like I do not I, like it. So I that's love, that is totally personal preference. That's okay. That's okay. I love Tower of Terror. It is a must do every time I'm there. From the theming to the you never know what you're going to get to the whole scene where they bring you in through the through the ride and then they bring you up and you know you're it's still dark out it's still dark and but you can smell the florida air you can you can feel the humidity right before they open it and then all of a sudden they drop you and then they bring you back up and they drop you again and they let you stay there for a second and they drop you again and bring you back you never know people don't realize there's literally hundreds of combinations of where of how you could how you could drop and you know what's really exciting i am pumped i am pumped to see the guardians of the galaxy yeah i know chris was upset that they did tower of terror over in in, in california but to me i think it's cool that they got a tower of terror actual in florida that's tower of terror and a different version um of it over in california i can't wait to experience it i really can't yeah, I am excited to see. I, I think part of it is I'm also not as much into the whole like Tower of Terror theming. That just isn't my cup of tea. Fair enough. And yeah. so that's what I wonder if like with Guardians, if I would like the ride more because I like Guardians. Yeah, it's um, gonna be less of a drop ride. And they say it's more of like an adventure, really. Yeah. So I, you know, is doing different things. I haven't ridden it in a while, to be honest with you, because there's just so much to do at Hollywood Studios that I would rather do. And also, that's another one that if the wait balloons, I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my entire afternoon to wait in line for a ride I'm not jacked about. <laughs> yeah. I usually like. I'm usually monitoring the t- Hollywood Studios. Again, I, I continue to say, it continues to be one of my favorite parks. There is so much to There's do so much going studios. on and hollywood studios is the most beautiful park at night and, and so yeah. honestly hollywood studios is one of those parks that i can go and spend a couple days in because there's just a lot going on and it's so fun so yeah yeah absolutely all right uh that was my number four i think you've got your number you did your five so you're at your number yep. four now right okay so this is where i've slotted in star tours all right, all right. uh star tours is the theming of the ride is fantastic where it's you are, you know, traveling on a so there's no unlike Rise of the Resistance, you're not plopped into here's where you are in time and space. Mm-hmm. It is a you're just you're traveling in the Star Wars yeah. universe. It's this travel service. We're on yep. Star Tours, and yep. then you know when you get on the ride, it gets hijacked, and then um, now you get to go through some different type of adventure. Yeah. And what I love about this is this to me is the best way to do Star Wars attractions because you can now do anything, any Star Wars content that comes out, you can put in there. You can put a scene of something from The Mandalorian. You can yeah. put a scene from something in Book of Boba Fett. Heck, you could put in a, a something from the cartoons. If there was a really popular planet or something like that, you could make that. And so... I, I think that I think that that has the best replayability and to be able to like just stand the test of time. It, it's an evergreen Star Wars attraction, like like you said. Mm-hmm. How long does it take till Rise becomes a little bit stale? Because yeah. that's not what's relevant. This is always going to be relevant because R two D two and C three PO are going to always be relevant in their presence and, through all nine movies. So yeah. Absolutely. And then, uh, and then you can just keep plugging in new planets that you get to go to. Yep. It's a rockin' good time. 
Yeah, I agree. I would like to see them. I like the randomization, but I would like to see them. Like if you're in the prequel universe, stick with the, like in the prequel universe for both of your sessions. I hear or if you. You're in the sequ- like it is a little jarring to go from your pod racing, which I always seem to get. Oh, to, I hate that. That's the to, worst one. <laughs> it's the worst one to your fighting Darth Vader. Like, that makes no sense to me. Like if I'm going to pod race, then maybe I should be facing Darth Maul or Count Dooku or something. If yeah, I'm yeah, in the equal universe, I should be, you know, you know, squaring off against Snoke or the Emperor or, or you know, you know what I'm trying to say, or Kylo yeah, Ren. Yeah. But like, I would like to see a little bit more attention given to that. But I, I will tell you, every time I get off of that ride, I always have a great time. And and that's also, I will say that is one of the cues I don't mind waiting a little bit longer for, um, because it is fun to watch the different droids and C-3PO and and R2-D2 like chatting at each other in that big room as you're walking up and then moving your way around and watching the luggage get scanned and all that stuff. And it feels like you're at an airport. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. I think that's fun too. So, um, okay. What was your number three? My number three, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. All right. It was not um, on my a, a, list. Apparently, I think this is the best coaster on because <laughs> where I have it on the list. But apparently. I the length of that coaster is really great. Um, I like the theming of that coaster where you're going through this mine and you're on this like runaway train, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I, I Have you ever been on the coaster when the geyser's working? Uh, I have no idea. I have never been on the coaster when the geyser is working. That whole set of when the when the like the the geyser is like I always feel like it's broken when I'm on it. Interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's got you know couple couple climbs, couple big you know not drops so to speak, but like over the hill type things. I I consistently have an amazing time on that ride. And then again at night if you're not feeling the fireworks show, yeah. you go on the ride and you now walk you right the, on. You can walk yeah. right on too. Yeah, yeah. You can just walk on it and ride it. I rode it's, that once during the fireworks show. It was so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so absolutely. I I just that that ride is is so great. And the ride if that has been medically proven to pass kidney stones. <laughs> I think true, you said that once before. True story. Yeah, that is funny. All right. All right. Well, um, my number three was Slinky Dog, so I got to bypass that. Okay. So that takes me to my number two. Uh, we're moving back over to Animal Kingdom at this point, and we are going to talk about Pandora Flight of Passage. So we have we have one and two just flipped. Okay. Okay. So this was your number one? Yeah. Yeah. So why don't I go ahead and give you honors here and then I'll take honors on number ones because I think you know what my number one is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Flight of Passage is I've only ridden it once. And, you know, I I talk about with these other rides where I get off and I say, oh, my gosh, that was an amazing time. This was one of those rides that you got off and I was speechless. I was just like, wow, wow, that that was amazing. And, mm-hmm. and the, the crazy thing about it is I can't say that I'm, like, the biggest Avatar fan. Like, I, the movie's fine. It has, nothing, it has nothing to do with the IP, I don't think, at all. Yeah, like, it has the nothing IP to do with is, the I mean, IP. It's gonna be a big, it's going to be a big deal when the new movie comes out, but, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's, it's it, like, the IP is irrelevant. I mean, the one part where 
you go towards the water and you're like riding inside the wave. I remember audibly going, whoa. And I think I was by myself at that point. And so it, it's like, I'm a weird single person that's like just <laughs> openly exclaiming, oh my goodness, on this ride. And, and the, the whole, like, you can feel the breathing of your Banshee yeah. or the mighty Akron. Even the as... pre-show is pretty cool. The way like, that like they make you step on the things and, and like, um, you know, you get paired up and then there's one person in the room who's not quite paired and they got to do something special with it. And it makes you think that something's wrong, but it's really not. That's really fun too. I have one criticism on this, right? And we've talked about it before. It's, Disney has done an amazing job on all of their attractions, making them accessible for people of larger size, except for this one. Yeah. And I have never understood why they haven't been able to figure it out. And it's not even so much people who have like bigger stomachs or whatever. It's if you have long legs or really thick legs, they can't strap you in. And it is embarrassing when they got to pull you off. The last time I was there, I wasn't able to write it. It made no sense whatsoever. I've written it three times before that. So that is my one gripe yeah. about this, right? And I think part of it is, is because the Imagineers did not design it. It was James Cameron's group that designed the ride. The Imagineers were kind of on the sidestep of it. But yeah, I remember when I got off of it the very first time, I got off, you got to walk through the tunnel. And by the time I got outside, I was, you know, we we're up on the mountain. You got to walk your way down. I paused and I cried. I teared up. I'm like, I just flew. Like, yeah. It's not soaring. You kind of you're flying, but you're flying with everybody. This you fly, and it's your own unique experience. There's no other way to describe it besides that, and it is. It is an amazing, amazing attraction. Um, I have one uh, admission I have to admit here. I have never actually stayed or walked through the queue. It's always been a fast pass. Oh yeah, I've never. I, I mean, I've seen the queue <laughs> through online, but yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I've, I've never um, actually seen the floating avatar in the water. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So. Um, because I'm not waiting like three hours. No. Although I get, it's gotten better now, I will say. It's it it has. And better. and as, I mean, as Disney comes out with these major, major rides, Tron, I mean, I know those are at different parks, but still that makes a difference. That exactly. brings people to that park. Um, I, 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 Epcot's, you know, it, with the, with the, um, with the cosmic rewrite, that's going to bring a lot of people over to Epcot. Which, and, and before we up. talk about your number one, have you seen some of the like media preview stuff for it? Um, I kind of, sort of a little bit. I saw the, I saw um, Lou posted like the merch part of it. So I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. So the, now take this with a grain of salt because it's a media event and obviously media people want to continue to be invited back by Disney to uh, the media events. Um, but the early, the early reviews of those people are like, this is really, really good. Um, my buddy, Brandon, who used to be a Disney store cast member who was on the pod talking about cosplay. He actually had a cast member preview of it. And, and his post was, it is single-handedly the best attraction ever developed is what is basically what he wow. said. Um, he's like, it's not even a roller coaster. It's, it's everything in like it's so yeah i'm i'm excited to, to check it out i don't think it goes up i don't think it goes um upside down so i think no it's, no yeah it it's like it's an omni coaster and so it's yeah. like haunted mansion if haunted mansion were a thrill ride i've heard it's like haunted mansion or i've heard it's like rise of the resistance meets um space mountain is what i've heard okay so, okay yeah. cool 
All right. Well, obviously my number one is your number two. And, and we've, and we had an entire episode on this and that is Splash Mountain. Um, Early on, we had an episode about this. Yeah, it was one of our very first convince me's. Um, Splash Mountain, in my opinion, is the best ride at Walt Disney World's. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm thrilled that they're do- redoing something with it with the new Princess and the Frog. Whenever that they decided to make that happen, there are first of all, it is the only log flume at Walt Disney World. It's one of the only water rides at Walt Disney World, other than the Cali River Rapids, which just drenches you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's only like open like drenched. half the year. It's only open half the year too, which doesn't make any sense but splash mountain's got a compelling story um it's great on a hot summer day unlike most water rides it doesn't you're not it's not stinky water like the water is not like they do a really good job filtering the water um it's a long ride and that's the thing is it's a 20 minute ride you go through three levels they tease you with the different with the different drops at different times um, it's a compelling story with Br'er Rabbit and, and, and Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear. And I'm sure they're going to make it just as more compelling with, with, with Princess and the Frog, which I'm just as excited about. The, the merchandise, when they still had it, was just adorable. That whole area over there in Frontierland and the Briar Patch over there, even the gift shop where you could sit down and play a thing at checkers if you wanted to just get out of the heat for a little bit. Like that whole area over there was so well done. The queue... I think the one thing that is a little annoying is the queue, the outdoor queue where you're just back and forth, back and forth until you kind of get up into it. But that whole area that we're over the restrooms right over there, that's the one thing I don't like about it. But it's a, and the other thing is it's a great photo spot too. And yeah. the way in the, and you know, crossing over the bridge, watching people, you know, tumble down and the way everything shoots off. It's a fun ride that I, I, you get the most bang for your buck when you wait in line for it. Well, and, and here's how I know you're getting the most bang for your buck. With most log flume, big drop type rides, the drop is the end. Yep. You drop and yippee, you've done it. Yay. Yep. Um, you know, this is what the Jurassic Park, now Jurassic World ride is. The big drop at the end as the T-Rex is coming out or now the Indominus Rex coming out. And that's, that's it. Yeah. Wonderful job, everybody. No, 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 not on Splash Mountain. You have just gotten off the thrill of, oh, man, we're so wet. And then you get a show-stopping number. Yeah, you get the zippity-doo-dah scene at the end. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's in the, the whole showboat. I mean, it's it's really well done. Um, so for that reason, it's number one on the list. Yeah, I, I mean, no no arguments here. Like, I... I those were interchangeable in my mind. Like I, I do, I do have to say. So when you look at our list and everything that we kind of went through, Hollywood Studios clearly won out. I mean, I, it's I, got some of the best rides on property. Couple, um, couple of omissions I want to go and get your thoughts on. Uh, Jungle Cruise was not on either of our lists. No, I, it's a fun I, ride, but it's not it's a must. Fine. Do. Yeah, it's not a must do for me. It's not. Yeah, it's, I only it's, for the first time rode it a couple of years ago for the first time. So it was, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, there was one time, the, honestly, the, the, the one time that I appreciated the most is there was someone who was, it was her first time actually doing the script, the script. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's like, I know this person ha- doesn't know who I am. I didn't introduce myself. Obviously, that would be weird. Um, but like the fact that I got to experience somebody's, her her, somebody's first time doing it at Disney World. Uh, doing that spiel, I thought was very, very fun. It's one of those rides for me. Like I can take it or leave it. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, if, yeah. it, you know, it, it, it's, it, I, I rode the newer version of it or the version with the newer stuff on it 
in November and it was cool, but it's they, they could leave it. It's it's again, it's a time commitment too. I mean, that's yeah. you know, you know. Well, cuz the else? loading and unloading of that ride is yeah. very slow. What else you got? Um, I mean, Space Mountain we talked about uh, last episode or a couple episodes yeah. ago now where we're just, you know, it's yeah. fine. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of like, I mean, Frozen, I guess. The Frozen. So that's, I, I actually was going to say, so Epcot only had one. I mean, you had Soren. And, yeah, you know, that's it, mainly because, first of all, neither of us have ridden Ratatouille. So can't talk about that one. The other ones are more movies, I would say. They're not really. I mean, I guess you got the three Calibari, the, the, the three Calibari. I mean, separate? Grand yeah. Fiesta Tour is fun, but it's. Grand I've never Fiesta ridden it's 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 fun it's not a must do like if and if you miss the frozen if you one, miss it you're not missing out on the disney yeah. world experience the frozen one for me i wrote it it's a fun ride i i think for me the only reason why i've never ridden the second time is the times that i've gone i've either been by myself or like i just kind of feel weird like being a grown man riding the frozen ride by myself <laughs> well, like and, and i know that sounds weird it's a fun ride but i yeah. but that's what that ride is for like frozen is a monumental property that they have yeah and, and so it is for the kids that want to go on a frozen you know ride. what didn't make our list was test track that was another one that I, I I didn't think about that. Here's the thing: if it was in its original form, I liked it better. Oh, I still I've watched the ride throughs of the original form. It looked so boring. I I I loved the like, I'm I'm a crash test dummy and I'm being mm-hmm. put through okay. the, I, and also because it was a little more like educational feeling that had like the educational feel of Epcot. Um, I know but, they were trying to go like Tron esque with the yeah. newer version, but I've only ever written the newer version. So I can't, it's hard for me to say, cause I've only watched the other one, like through just point of view videos. Well, and mission I mean, space and... was not on our list because ugh. which wasn't mission space. Oh, I hate mission space. Oh. <laughs> I hate that. Right. So I've much. written the intense version and the not. Okay. The problem is, is the intense version does make you want to throw up. The non intense version is just boring. Why, why in the world the park that is mostly about eating and drinking, would we need a ride that wants to make you throw up? That's, That's the worst saying. idea it's, in the world. It's, it's, it's claustrophobic in that room, too. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So, I, no. I, I, I have no desire to go to space. So and, and don't even get me started on the Finding Nemo ride over there. God help us. <laughs> I mean, Journey into Imagination, well. another one. Original, it would have been my top ten, hands down, yeah, guaranteed. The original, living the with original. the land, living with the land's a fun ride. If you're looking to kill oh, some time for a little bit, that's I love a fun living ride. It's with not the a top land. Ten, but it's a fun ride. Oh, living um, with the land is great. Um, it's like I will fight anyone who says too. living People, with the land. Yeah. Is to- I love yeah. that. But yeah, the journey. You know to what's imagination- funny is Magic Kingdom didn't have a whole ton in terms of on our lists. Magic Kingdom to me has like your big ones, and then it has a lot of good what I call supplementary things. Yeah, where you know Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, not a must do, but it's a great time. Um, the People Movers, yeah, Carousel of um, Progress, um, yeah, Carousel of Progress, Mermaid, even Mermaid's like a fun one. Yep, Peter Pan, Little Mermaid, even like the Carousel is a good time. Small I World. Never, I have never ridden um, Prince Re- Prince Charming. Really. Re- no, I, I don't know. I, to me, it's like I can do a carousel anywhere. Although I yeah, I mean, carousel since I was a kid. So I mean, it's a, but, it's no, a carousel. No, we did forget Small World. We did forget Small World. Or at least I didn't even think about Small World. That one could have been on our list. But again, I wasn't always going for Legacy. So yeah, yeah, and and that's again not a ride that I get off of and I go, oh man, 
what a great time. <laughs> no, you don't. Usually you get off going, thank God, and get stuck. That's usually <laughs> what happens. So, well, I got to say, good list. I mean, obviously, this is a very subjective list, even from the two of us. But even from you all listening, it's going to be a subjective list. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, uh, yeah, it's closing time. Next week, we've got Matt. Um, we're going to be talking Disney video games. And actually, and I think this of- is- perfect timing yeah yeah in light of some recent announcements this is going to be a, a really how did we time this episode so well i'm so excited about this disney dreamlight uh land it just looks yeah. so awesome so uh, we're going to hopefully have a special guest on for that I'm, I'm still trying to see if he's willing to come on it's gonna be next week so um anyway so yeah that happens next week and then pretty soon thereafter you're gonna have my disneyland review in there we've got um an episode coming up where we're going to talk Disney store a little bit, kind of what that yeah. could be. Um, and some other stuff. And at some point, I think Matt, you and I got to plan the next episodes. Cause I think we're kind of winding down here. We got a star Wars one coming up here soon too. Don't yeah. We? So I'm sure episode seven's coming up here really oh, soon. Goodness gracious force awakens. Um, all right. Well, it's closing time. Um, how do they get a hold of us, Mr. Matt? Yes, you can email us, beersandears1928 at gmail.com, Twitter and Instagram at beersears1928. You can also check us out on sorcerernetwork.com. I just posted another article. I've got another one coming tonight. Um, uh, and if you want a little tease on some of the Disney video game stuff, I wrote about one of the Disney video games. Um, I, I got, what did I just post? Oh, I, I posted my, um, upon further review of the movie Pocahontas. Ah, that's um, right. You were telling us about that. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a, I'm really proud of one line in there. Uh, I mean, I'm proud of the whole thing, but there's one line that I'm like, I really want this. Oh, one line, Matt there, ladies and gentlemen, one yeah, line, Matt. Um, and then I've got one that kind of talks about, it's not really a Moon Knight review, but coming off of Moon Knight, uh, you know, kind of looking at, all right, we're in a new phase of the MCU where it's no longer just the big screen that it's got. It's got this Disney Plus, and what are they doing with these characters? Are they trying to connect them in, or are they trying to not? Like, what's what's yeah. going to be kind of the thing? I will so tell I've you, I, I, I did read up a little bit about Moon and from what I'm reading, it, it was I guess the finale was a big disappointment from what people are saying. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't go as to that far. I think it just leaves, it makes no connection to anything in the greater MCU universe. Interesting. Okay. And so you're left with this. I don't like. I don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but. And, and, I, I, Yep, yeah. Anyway. No, okay. And yeah. Matt, um, what are you going to go do here in about 45 minutes? Oh, it, in fact, I think uh, uh, the, yeah, the, the, I'm seeing Doctor Strange in like half an hour, actually. It's, it's like 845, I think, is my showtime. Shall get, get going here? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, the, the theater's like 10 minutes away. Yeah. But yeah, he's seeing Doctor Strange. I have not got plans to see it yet, probably within the week. So hopefully by the time we record next week, um, I will have also seen it. And we're going to definitely yeah. do a recap on that one. Yeah, um, yeah. So but yeah, we've got lots of content coming out on Sorcerer Network. I may do some more instant reactions there. You know, on this pod, we tend to like let it simmer. I may do some more instant mm-hmm. reactions there. Um, it, the reason that I'm trying to pump out more content is uh, at my work, I sometimes get an hour lunch and I don't need an hour to eat. So I bring my computer and write. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of content started. That, so. Disney, that Disney store 30 minutes, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, not Disney store 30 minutes. I got, I got a bank hour. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and raise our glasses, ladies and gentlemen. This episode has been on us. We will see you again real soon. Bye, everyone. Bye now. Bye-bye.
Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast. <laughs>